back, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, another episode of Under the Influence. <laughs> episode 76. Episode 76. <laughs> As always, I'm Big Cash. I'm that guy, PM. And we are here. Yes, we are. Again. In the cold. In the cold. It's cold in the bitch. A winter fuckery going on yeah, right out now. here, goddammit. Uh, quick. Before this video started, there will be a, there was a missing persons bulletin. And when it's over, there will be one. One of my dear friends, little sister is missing. Oh. And uh, so if you have any information, are you seeing this, the, that little girl, 15 year old little girl, the, please contact the number that's on the flyer. Well, I'm doing that in editing. Okay, okay. Yeah, he called me today and asked me to. That's cool. So that's what's up. I tell him absolutely, without a doubt. So uh, outside of that, how are you, brother? Besides being fucking freezing, I'm all right, man. I'm awake and I'm here. You and me both. You and me motherfucking both. My daughter had a robotics competition today. Oh yeah. Still don't understand anything about the point scoring or any of that shit. I just be in that bitch cheering on. What do they do? They. <clears throat> it's all the little schools they all got their little robotics things and they meet up mm. got their robots and they all got teams A, B, and C mm. and they drive their little robots and they got a they got these little three stations set up that, that's where they compete at they're the same you should, all three but you gotta like your robot has to be able to knock these pucks down and then push them across this line and do some other shit okay. and the more you knock down the more you get across the thing the points go up. But then there's some other shit that's got on going on with the points. I have no fucking clue how it works. Right, time. No clue how it works. I know my daughter be killing that shit. <laughs> teacher be explaining to me, and all I know is, like, today she was like, she got a season high. I was like, yeah. All right. And my daughter was like, yeah. She was geeked. So gave her a high five and a hug. Good shit, babe. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's the best way to play it out. All I know is these motherfuckers, these motherfucking robotic meets are fucking intense. Look at me hooting and hollering and yelling and that's what's up. It's music be playing, shit be on the TV screens, and I don't fucking understand. But nigga, I love it. So shout out to my baby. Shout out to hey, shout mother. out. Shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how we uh, what we kicking it off with, bro? Well, I ain't got no RIPs. Do you? Me either. All right. Me either. I got inmate with a gun. Says the federal inmate obtained a gun at Arizona prison attempted to shoot the visitor in the head. What the fuck? <laughs> Says officials began assessing security protocols at federal prison camps across the U.S. after a terrifying incident this weekend when an inmate obtained a gun and tried to shoot a visitor in the head at a prison camp in Arizona. Uh, God damn. So this happened Sunday at the Federal Correction Institution. In Tucson, Arizona, uh, says the inmate pulled out the gun, pointed it at the visitor's head, and pulled the trigger. Oh. But the weapon malfunctioned, and no one was injured. Oh, thank God. But the Bureau of Prisons said the weapon had been concealed inside the prison. Officials said the inmate was restrained after the incident and the firearm was seized. Um, they're watching the, launching an investigation into the incident. And they are still trying to gather details on precisely what happened and 
working to determine how the inmate was able to obtain a gun in prison. Oh, my Lord. I'll say what happened to him. But they say, uh, what is this? Say in 2020, investigators found a loaded gun that had been smuggled into the Metropolitan Correctional Center where Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. They just, they just get it on in that motherfucker, huh? Yeah, they say that the weapon was found after a week-long lockdown that led to a criminal probe into misconduct by correctional officers. But they still ain't said what happened to the dude. Like, like how much more time did he get and all that? Oh, shit, he, he about to get, he about to get some. <laughs> hey, he didn't give a fuck, shit. He was about to kill that motherfucker. Probably already got forever. Yeah. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. He probably already got it. He probably already got forever in a day. <laughs> because you say, say forever. And that's a long ass time if you take the foe off of it. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see what Jerry, Jerry Springer been talking lately. Jerry Springer? Yeah. The ringmaster? The ringmaster. What he got going he on? He says he believes... His former talk show ruined the culture. Hopes that really? hell hopes that hell isn't really isn't hopes that hell isn't hot because he burns really easy. Oh, he's saying that he's going to hell. Yeah, because he ruined the culture. He I, said, at least he admits it. Television icon Jerry Springer misses his twenty-eight seasons of Jerry Springer show might have ruined the culture. Jerry recently made an appearance on. Some show behind the Velvet Rope podcast. David Yonter, Yontovitz, behind the Velvet Rope is a podcast. <laughs> where he was asked if he considers himself the granddaddy of reality TV. He answered, No, I just apologize. I'm sorry. What I have for what I have done. I have ruined the culture. The former host said, before joking, I just hope that hell isn't hot because I burn easy. He said, I'm very light complected and that kind of worries me. Jerry continued by adding, I'm just just a, I'm just a guy who got lucky. And that show and that show business was never a thought in my mind. Jerry huh. Springer's popular show ran from nineteen ninety one to twenty eighteen yeah. and covered a variety of topics. Da, 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 da. I ain't know it went that long. I thought them was all repeats. Mm-mm. It went to twenty eighteen. My neighbor was on she was going to be on Jerry Springer, but uh whoever she was gonna go on there with didn't want to go. Not for real. Yeah, they had the, you know, they scripted and shit, so mm-hmm. they had the script already and everything. <laughs> Crazy shit, man. You might be right, man. That was, yeah. That, that, that was one of the first things that took, because, you know, TV was like a coveted place. Yeah. It wasn't a bunch of nonsense on TV. Except for his show. And, and that was one of the first things that. They let him fight. Mm hmm. Uh, Ricky Lake used to have fights, and then she, after her first season, she cut that shit out. Uh, only thing closer to uh, Jerry Springer back then was the Richard Bay show. On community people don't remember, I don't that. remember that. They used to be like, "Sit down, shut up," talking to the audience members and shit. Mm, shit. Uh, then uh, what was the other one? Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. Um, I think that's the that's and the she, one. She stopped all that after that gay dude got killed. That's what I'm about to say. After the dude got killed for was it? This is my secret crush or something mm-hmm. like that. 
She should have just stuck with the geek to shake. Yeah, dude, dude thought it up. Dude got brought on there because he had a secret admirer. Mm-hmm. And then it came out and it was a man. Yeah. And he played it off real cool on the show, like, ha ha ha, you know, no big deal. And then he left that motherfucker and went and killed that boy. Yeah, he did. I mean, that shit was a big deal. And he didn't even do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could see if he had did something or been tricked, but he was just embarrassed on TV. Embarrassed. You gotta remember this is the this is the nineties. We wasn't uh we wasn't too progressive back then. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> progressive. You know, nowadays they like hey, whatever. But she like, had a lot of shows like that. Mm-hmm. She was the first before Maury to have touch on uh yeah. a lot of stuff with Geek the Sheep, The Secret Crush. And what was that other one? Is it a man or a woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, right before Maury yeah, started Maury doing that show. Crazy with the man or woman joints. He did she do uh Baby daddy's like the DNA and shit like that? I don't think so. Okay, that I was that was more. I think that's more. It's more bread and butter. I don't give a fuck about whatever. Nothing else he talk about on this show. <laughs> Is he the daddy or nah, nigga? That other, that other <laughs> shit. Everybody used to turn on more and be mad at the bitch if he had something else going on. And then, what the fuck, man? Yeah, they had the talent shows and shit. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Or he had to. I don't know. Them badass kids was entertaining. I thought that was Jenny Jones. More he had, more he he had, had the bad kids too, didn't he? I don't know. I didn't really fuck with Maury. Maury had the bad kids, too. Because I remember she had the little sergeant come out there. And, yeah, he uh, kind of had the same premise. Okay. The little boot camp, throw him in the... Throw him in the, uh, the Scared Straight program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of had the same <laughs> premise. <laughs> that shit was cool, man. Yeah, man. Well, here's one fucking shit that went to Scared Straight. Oh, what you got? San Diego teen accused of having 23 guns, a thousand doses of acid, three kilos of coke, and 50000 in cash, he enters a plea. Jesus Christ. He was getting to it, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, it says, a young man suspected of trafficking in an array of drugs and large amounts of guns, including assault rifles, was in court downtown San Diego on Monday. His name is Harrison Lee Stone. He's 18. He was arrested Wednesday as part of a SWAT raid. raids at two homes, according to the police department. It says, on Monday, he pleaded not guilty in 15... On 15 felony counts, that the residence investigator seized a handgun with a loaded 20 round magazine, an unserialized ghost gun with a high with a loaded high capacity detachable magazine, a high capacity rifle, handgun magazines, a firearm silencer, drug paraphernalia, and 50,000 in cash. Goddamn. Um. At another home, officers confiscated seven rifles, seven assault rifles, excuse me, 12 handguns, a shotgun, and a detachable magazine, two silencers, 3.4 kilograms of cocaine, 77 grams of ecstasy, a thousand doses of LSD. 3.4 kilograms? 3.4 birds? Kilograms of cocaine. Jesus Christ. A thousand doses of LSD, 240 bottles of Xanax. Uh, it says, uh, the police said the arrest was the result of a, a month-long investigation in collaboration with the DEA Narcotics Task Force. Buddy was getting to it. Yeah, he's being held on a $100,000 bail, and he's due back in court November 23rd. Buddy was getting to it, nigga. Shit, he was, he's the man. He is the man, nigga. Buddy was getting to it. He's, uh, what's that, white boy Rick? Yeah. But they never showed the dude a picture, so I don't know if he's black or white yeah, or he's, Asian. He's, he's white boy Rick today. <laughs> Harrison Lee Stone. It sounds like a white he's man. Yeah, he's a white boy. 
He's 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 white boy Rick and he was getting to it. Yeah. He ain't playing no motherfucking games. Out there in Arizona. Playing no he right there by them borders, nigga. Yeah. Everything's different when you by them borders. <laughs> I remember way back in the day, you know, that was uh if you could get down there and, 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 and get away, you'd go down there and get pounds of blood, bro, for like two fifty. Jesus. And yeah, that was back when, like, and this is like reg days. Yeah, I remember those days. That was back when a bowl of reg was going anywhere from 800 to 1,000. Yeah. And if you go down there and get it for 250. But if you could get it here. Yeah, you had to get it back home. Because, you know, the thing about it was the, the law is this the same way in Texas. The law was fully aware of that. So they patrolled them highways and. Funny cars and out of town plates. Yeah, out of state plates. Yeah, they they really. So you better just have just have somebody get it and bring it to you. Yeah, or meet you halfway. Yeah, that'd been the plan. Yeah, <laughs> man, that shit was. But if you could, but if you could get down there and and, and figure that shit out, bro, you could make a fucking killing. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I never forget, man. I talk about it out here now. It's been many years ago. My uh, one of my mans called me. He's like, "Bro, come over here, man. I need your help." So I go over there, and uh, his wife sitting on the couch. I'm like, "Where my man's at?" She's like, uh, "He down in the basement." Mm. Like, okay. And he had like one of those unfinished basements. So I'm like, what "Fuck, you doing down there?" It wasn't the chill spot. Yeah. <laughs> I go down in the basement. My man's is down there with like a like a lamp. This motherfucking block of bud, nigga, about the size of a geo prism. Damn. Scale baggies and a, and a machete. And he's just chopping bows off this motherfucker and, pound, and throwing them in the corner. I went in and I said, what the fuck? <laughs> he like, bro, just take some of them, please. <laughs> he like, man, 300 apiece. I said, What? Damn. He like, bro, I did it to drop this shit off on me. I don't goddamn it. You got the time or the man, bro, take <laughs> some of this shit, please. I said it's goddamn twenty years ago now, so I can goddamn right. talk about the shit with That was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Shit, that's the best time. I'm cool. down there with a big ass chain on, a machete. It's hot as fuck in this basement. He's sweating, chopping off. What the fuck? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and it was probably already like thirty of them in the corner, bagged up. He just got this giant block, you know. I said the size of a little geo hatchback, nigga. Like <laughs> that shit was wild. Uh, speaking of cars, even though that's not what we was talking about, send a prayer up for old good old Jay Leno, man. What's going on with Jay Leno? I was just watching some of his shit on YouTube. Jay, Jay Leno has been hospitalized after suffering severe burns to his face from a garage accident. Oh shit. Uh, according to Team Z, Jay Leno has canceled all appearances as in, and is in a burn center after serving after suffering severe facial injury. Reports state that on Sunday he was in a Los Angeles garage where he stores most of a lot of his cars, yeah. and one of the vehicles erupted into flames and exploded without warning. Damn. Yeah. Sources direct acknowledged that the fire burnt the left side of Jay's face, but did not 
penetrate his eye or ear. He is currently at Grossman Burn Center receiving treatment. Damn. So, prayers up for OJ, man. Like I said, we just watching him on YouTube. Um, the uh, the steam power car. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And how quiet they are and shit. Mm-hmm. But that motherfucker, he got a museum of cars. He got, he got more than a museum. Shit. He got, he got airplane hangers full of them. Yeah. Old schools and new shit. He got a dude that he pays like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And all Buddy does is work on and drive Jay's cars. Yeah, because he's got a whole section of cars. He said he's moving every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's just too. That's just too damn cool. Yeah, because you know, you know, I'm, I'm a car guy. One of the worst things you can do to a car if you still want it to be functional. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's just a trophy, yeah, let it sit all day. Let it sit all day. But if you want it to be functional, you have to drive that motherfucker. Hell yeah. Shit will start. The tires will get flat spots. The gears and shit will rust. The gears and shit will rust. The brakes will seize up. The um, the gaskets. They'll rot out. They'll dry out. Yeah. And start dry riding and cracking. And then when you finally do start driving it again, oil and shit, it'll leak everywhere. Yeah, like I, I tell you, anytime I talk about that with a car, the, the prime example I get, I used to work at Tom Wood, right? I mean, you know, on... Saturdays, the car dealerships are open. Yeah. But there ain't too much they can do after 12 o'clock because the banks close at 12. Mm. So if you come to get financed, if they can't get it done by 12, they you gotta can wait just, till Monday. Yeah, they can do all. That's the, what happened to me. Yeah, they can do all the pre paperwork. Yeah. And you can come back in Monday and then they'll start Monday morning as soon as they open because they've got it all lined they up. They get you with, with a, uh, yeah. a financial. Financial. Reason. But, but most of the time, if they don't have, like, in-house finance or something like that. So, long story short, I worked at Tom Wood. And uh, my job on Saturdays, because I was a, uh, I really worked for the service department. But I was, like, slash a lot of tenant. Mm. So, I maintained cars. You know what I'm saying? Move the cars around shit. On Saturday, nigga, my job was to drive every car on the lot. Just around a lot or out in the street, actually. Out in the street, around just you know, move them, right? Move them, you know. And you, <clears throat> you think about you want everything to you want it to run for at least fifteen minutes, right? For, for battery wise to get it, you know what I'm saying? Recharge back into yep. it. So what I would do is you know cars be in a row, and you know you go in that motherfucker and it's the wall with the keys. I do one row at a time. So I grab every key to that row, go outside. I'd start every car. Mm. Let them, while they was, you know, say running on the lot, and I drive them. And depending on how much I like the car, would be how much I drove it. <laughs> some got a little lap around the thing, and some got out in the street. Some got out, some got out in the street for real. <laughs> <laughs> a couple times we had some shit on that lot that got me in the wind. I don't blame you. See, that's you the perk of working there. At, shit. A, at a dealer plate. You know, just put that motherfucker yeah, in anything. Right you know? out. I remember I had bought a, a truck. I was having a hard time getting the title situation straightened out because it was Illinois' title and some shit was weird and something that got filled out wrong. I had the title. Right. It was just it was just weird getting it. Man, I was putting I was putting my dealer plate on that motherfucker every night and leaving work. 
Mm-hmm. And they coming back the next day and taking my dealer plate off and, <laughs> and you know, using the work. And finally one day my boss was like, man, why do you keep doing that? What's wrong with that truck? And I was like, man, not, nothing like that, man. I showed him the whole thing. He was like, man, I'll take care of it for you, man. Because, you know, it's, it's, he's a car guy. He got little connections. Yeah. And he straightened out my title and shit. He had a, uh, he had an off-duty cop come and do the VIN check and do some other shit. He got my shit straightened out, so I go get some real plates. That's what's up. Because nigga, after about a month, he was like, "Man, why do you keep why do you keep putting the plate on there? That is not why we gave you that plate." <laughs> he said, "If you put that plate on there, that means you ain't got no fucking insurance either." Yeah. He's like, "If you get into a wreck, they go track that shit down to us." And we're going to have to explain to them that this isn't a car that's on our lot. <laughs> this shit was wild. <laughs> that's that's all, it all got squared away and handled, man. Real good dude. Chris Pictor, man. That's my nigga. <laughs> real, real good fucking dude, man. Um, Jay Leno out the way. Uh, I think this shit cool as hell, man. Um, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield have huh. teamed up to make ear-shaped edibles. Yeah, holy ears. Holy ears. <laughs> I've seen that article. But they was talking about that like two months ago, too. But, but they never said what they was going to do. Well, Evander wasn't on board yet. That, that's what it was. I saw it when Mike was talking about it. Yeah. But now he's Evander's on board, too. Okay. He was talking about he wanted Evander to come on board because, you know, it's a lucrative. Yeah, hell yeah. Come, yeah. Why not share? Yeah. yeah. Especially and if we're going to make that the product of what happened between me and you. Shit, why and not? And if it's me and you, nigga, the... the Shit's going to go up. Yeah. Shit, that might be just one you buy a couple of them and just keep one. Yeah. Just for establishment purposes. purposes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wrap it up. Yeah. Holy, holy years. Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield team up to make ear shaped edibles. Uh, oh, my God. Start November 14th, so the other day. Mm-hmm. Boxing Legends will release Holy Ears THC edibles shaped like Holyfield's beaten ear from their 1997 heavyweight title fight. <laughs> According to Tyson, his wife Kiki came up with the idea of the Holy Ears edibles. I said, that's awesome. Then we played with it, we released it, and it was an immediate success, Tyson told Fox News Digital. It was an immediate success, so I was saying... Why don't why don't I get Evander involved too? That's right. Because yeah. I remember he released it and then he, he wanted to get to get Evander. Okay, just some real nigga shit. Nah, that's some real real nigga shit. Especially if I'm gonna be making some money off of something that included me and you. I don't need to be the only one profiting from Hell it. Nah. Especially since your ear got bit off. And it's good that he ain't greedy like that either. Yeah. And it's your ear. I'm making a whole model of him after at least you can make some money. <laughs> so initially, Holyfield was skeptical about the partnership. It wasn't because Tyson, but because, like many others in the cannabis space, he wasn't educated on the products. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. They, uh, Especially if you ain't into it. Yeah, they said, is it about helping people? Holyfield said, said so I said, it's not a problem helping people. Especially at talking to it. Mm. Yeah, but, he, but, but after he was educated on, you know, the cannabis world and the municipal, municipal purposes and Tyson's line. You know, Tyson has a yeah. line. Tyson he, Farm. Yeah. He jumped on in, man. He, uh, so they, now they're making money together, man. Shit, that's what's up. But yeah, shout out to that. You uh, you see that, that, that short by Bob Sapp? 
Isn't it the fighter? Yeah. Calling out Mike Tyson and uh, Joe Rogan. For real? Yep. He said, he said, motherfucker, I'm old too. <laughs> he told Mike Tyson, he said, we can get in there and get it. And then he told Joe Rogan, he said, look, I got a little bit more than a six pack. <laughs> I saw, I remember, man, I saw, it made me lose faith in Buddy, man. I saw Bob Sapp get his ass whooped mm. by a motherfucker that shouldn't have whooped him. <laughs> they was, uh, for real, man, they was, uh, I can't remember exactly who it was, but if you put shit on YouTube, I'll stop getting his ass whooped, nigga. It'll show you. It'll, it'll, it'll be there. But, um, a motherfucker basically defended himself good enough till he ran out of juice. Until Bob yeah. Zapp ran out of juice. And it whooped his big ass. I thought that's what would happen. <clears throat> it whooped his big ass. Because <laughs> he looked like one of them big motherfuckers that just, he got all, he's all power, yeah. but his stamina is low. And then, man, buddy defended himself till he ran out of till he ran out of, ran to 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 tank went empty. Yeah, that's a stuttering bumble right there, wasn't it? <laughs> UConn Cornelius. God damn. <laughs> and my friends' friends watching this. That was a DJ Swab moment. Which I know what that means. Stupid. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Bob said got his ass whooped. I said, man, God damn, buddy, man, buddy didn't lose faith in him. Yeah, but now you want to fight Tyson. But he, he kicked way more ass than he took ass whooping, so it's okay. But that, uh... <laughs> he saved more than he wrote. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, that might be all right, though, man. It might be. But, you know, I always, uh... I'm always leery of them, uh... Mixed martial arts guys going into boxing matches. Cause, they want to use their legs too, and grapple. Like, yeah, because that's the thing. Because for most of them, it, it, excluding a few like Chuck Liddell and a couple other ones, mm. boxing isn't their key. Nah, it's 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 the jujitsu. It's the this the third. They usually throw punches to shoot yeah. and take them a fuck to the ground. There's a couple that 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 like to box. But that's what was wrong with old boy when he was uh, fighting Mayweather. Uh, the one that just got beat up. What's the white dude's name? Conor McGregor. Yeah. That's what his problem was, that whole fight, because he kept wanting to mm-hmm. latch on and kick. and You know, you can see it like it's just natural reaction. Yeah, he wanted to, yeah. You know what I mean? Floyd Mayweather just beat him up like two days ago. Whooped his ass. They TKO'd him. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Whooped his ass. He was dancing and shit. How many man? rounds ago? Six. And Floyd, and when I say dancing, bro, I don't mean boxing dancing. I mean actual dance moves. Like, Floyd would hit the nigga and, and, and do the stanky leg, nigga. Like, it was, yeah, pull it up and watch it. I was like, what the hell, Floyd? <laughs> then in, like, the sixth round, me and I'm a Floyd Mayweather fan. And I've been watching him do this shit for a long time. And a lot of times, especially later in his career, there were stipulations to last a certain amount of rounds. Yeah, yeah. And then you can literally see after those rounds are over, when he turns it up. He start whooping that ass. <laughs> he played with Buddy for five rounds. Six round came. Nigga, he got to whooping his motherfucking ass. Nigga, they TKO'd that shit before the round was over. That's crazy. When he when well, he, he fought, wanted the, He wanted that whole purse that he was getting, so he, he had to stay for the six rounds. Listen, when he fought McGregor, nigga, you can go back and watch it if you go back and watch the fight. I remember them talking about there was a a purse bonus 
both fighters if it went past three. And they did. If you go back and watch, if you go back and pull that fight up, just pull up the third round. At the end of the third round, they were like hugging. Yes, he had hugged him. And Floyd looked over at his corner and smiled and shook his head. And when they came out for four, he whooped his ass. <laughs> and I remember being, I remember being in a room full of motherfuckers that wanted Floyd to lose. So in the first three rounds, oh man, look, McGregor's in there with him. Da-da-da. I said, bro, y'all are tripping. <laughs> this nigga is a fucking boxing savant, nigga. Like this yeah. nigga's. This nigga's a bad motherfucker as far as as far as learning his opponent and and bro, y'all are tripping. Nigga the nigga linked, looked, he looked over at his corner, bro, smiled and shook his head. And nodded like this. And ding ding ding. And then when they came out for the fourth, say got it. All that bullshit he been doing, one through three, it was all business after that. I think this shit was over by the fifth. Crazy. Motherfuckers don't be remembering 27 of them 50 and 0 fights mm. were KOs. Floyd used to knock niggas out when he was pretty boy Floyd right. before he became Money Mayweather. He kept breaking his hands. So he stopped knocking niggas out and just started boxing the whole 12 rounds. And getting them purses. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, he kept breaking his hands. <laughs> and he didn't want to end up like uh, Prince, Nock, Prince Hasim Nakhmed. You ever seen him? Yeah. The nigga that would dance for a half an hour on the way to the ring. That was, that was the most entertaining shit in the world. <laughs> Niggas would be so mad by the time he got to the ring. Nigga, they'd be fighting in a frustration. He just whooped their ass. <laughs> but that's what happened to him. He breaking his hands kept all breaking the time. his hands. So he eventually had to stop fighting. And now he runs like, unfortunately, he's one of them fucking people. Well, he's a British nigga. Oh. So he runs, <laughs> he runs like some boxing gyms and shit over there. And he's, he's successful at it. That's what's up. But his career got cut short because he kept breaking his hands. He's the coach. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bastard. <laughs> Fuck them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them niggas. Everything they goddamn stand for. He's silly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Um. You know what else is fucked? These two teachers. What you got? <laughs> These Arizona teachers. The two Arizona teachers lose jobs after filming adult content in school. What? Yeah, a woman and her husband. Oh, I didn't get to see that. They put on OnlyFans or some shit, right? Shit. I didn't. I was driving. I forgot <laughs> to fucking forgot to put it down for my notes. The woman and her husband lost their jobs as teachers after filming sexually explicit videos on school property for their OnlyFans. Uh, she said she posted, uh, Samantha Peer and her husband, Dylan, have both been teachers at Arizona Lake Havas, Havasu Unified School District, or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, it says, uh, in a statement, Samantha Peer, a former eighth grade teacher who used alias Chloe Carter for her only <laughs> fans. <laughs> That's Chloe with a K and Carter with a K. Oh. In case y'all want to see Okay. It. Uh, admitted to uh, filming explicit. Miss Chloe, if you're nasty. Right. <laughs> Miss Carter, if you're sassy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Admitted to filming explicit content on school grounds, but said it took place after school. That doesn't matter. And that no students were 
present or involved. They could have made a, a scene at their crib. That does not matter, nigga. If you get if you get caught pissing by a park, <laughs> no matter what time it is, you can be goddamn arrested and charged as a fucking sex offender. And it don't, exposure. And yeah. exposure. It don't matter if it's three o'clock in the morning and a goddamn child in sight. Yeah, I know. So I know it's got to be worse <laughs> at the school. That's just crazy. You can get caught with drugs in your pocket close to a school. <laughs> And it enhancifies your charges. Hell yeah. So I can only, and, and it can be after school hours. So I can it only imagine yeah. what you get for fucking. In the school. In the school. As an adult. As an adult. As an employee. <laughs> that too. That's even worse. That's way worse. Uh, so Samantha Pierce says she resigned under pressure on a, on Halloween after initially being placed on leave. Her husband was a teacher at Nautilus Elementary School. And then fired a few days later. So he came to another school to get nasty. This nigga was a whole teacher. So much. I just said, fuck, y'all ruin y'all careers. <laughs> but only fan bucks. She said that her and her husband was classified as a permanent substitute and was not... Her, her husband was classified as a permanent substitute and was at an at-will employee. Uh, so what? Uh, you what that mean? He was employed by the school. Yeah, just because he was a substitute don't mean shit. If he's a permanent substitute, that just means he ain't like officially been hired on for real, for real. But he came to that bitch every you know, day. He was that that cool motherfucker that you hope that you seen in in, in a substitute that day. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Pierce said she and her husband resorted to filming and selling adult content because their pay was too low, was too low. That's the fact. They don't and they're struggling to make ends meet. She claimed that in an effort to prevent students and colleagues from seeing her content. She had blocked the entire state of Arizona, smart, from being, being able to subscribe to her account of OnlyFans. Um, what did she say? She also told that she, if, oh, she says uh, that she was told that if she resigned before an impending school board meeting, the district would not publicize the, the situation. But she claimed after her resignation, word continued to spread. Yeah. And students, teachers, and everybody else started yeah. sharing explicit images of her. Absolutely. Good to, good to understand. <laughs> the internet is forever. And everybody can find it, man. <laughs> and I'll say, well, if she got any charges or anything, she just got fired. They start talking about some other bullshit. You see, weird shit like that, right? Like, she talking about not allowing the state of Arizona to subscribe to her OnlyFans, right? Yeah. But it can be something as simple as, like right now, my father lived in Tennessee for a few years. Yeah. He's been back here for seven, eight years. He's still got a Tennessee number. Right. So, say that was here. And you block the entire state of Indiana from subscribing to your OnlyFans. But he's you got a Tennessee number. Yeah, so you don't know that. He can subscribe to it right now and find you. <laughs> oh shit, that's Katie McCarklin or whatever. Like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, bro. back in the day when when Nextels was the shit, you know they they was the first thing to have uh. The church and shit, right? And free, like, long-distance calling. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so it didn't matter where you called. So I had a, uh, that was back when I used to run back and forth to California all the time. Mm-hmm. I had a California area code on my shit. Right. Just because it was easier for me to give that number to people when I was in Cali. True that. 
That makes sense. And I had other phones for when I was here, and the chirp didn't matter. But like if I was in Cali, no more needed to have me. You know, this is before free long distance. So right. you give a nigga, you in California, you give a nigga Indianapolis, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> and I give him the Cali number, like, oh, okay, nigga, call you on the. But even with that same premise, I'd be sitting there, goddamn, with my phone and going through OnlyFans and. <laughs> there's, my, there's, there. there's my daughter's third grade teacher. Like <laughs> <laughs> they making money though. Hey. Well, they third grade teacher ain't at the school doing it with her husband. Yeah, <laughs> they wish they should have had. That was the only problem. If they wanted to make that little like, they should uh, do that at home. That's what I was just about to say, bro. They should have that at home. If they wanted to make that like that environment, yeah. they should have set up a set. And in, in the she in the, shed or in the garage. In the fucking front room. I give a fuck. Yeah. Get you a couple desks and a, <laughs> a chalkboard, a dry erase board or some shit. And a teacher's desk. Yeah. With an apple on that motherfucker. With an apple in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. He probably uh, did. Speaking of asses. That's why they got mad. They stole it from the, the cafeteria. Thanks. <laughs> Shut up one of the pizzas up recruiter. The janitor had a crush and he found out. Speaking of asses, though, man, um, I was going to make this a fecal, but they've yet to be named. So I can't. I'll be doing an update and I'll probably be fecals. Mm-hmm. Eight Milwaukee police officers are being investigated for allegedly molesting over 74 black men. You didn't say women? You said men. Men. How many officers? Eight. Gay police. And what they've been doing is, and I watched the, <laughs> I watched the, 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 the news report. Yeah. They was uh doing really weird shit during searches. Like what? They pull up and like put their hand up a nigga ass, like yeah. like grab yeah. a nigga whole nuts and shit, and play with them and do you know weird shit. Yeah. 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 They 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 doing they doing horrible shit. That shit got too far. Yeah, that's so they about to be fired. They under investigation. The news just broke today, so I'll be doing a follow up, man. But they so imagine every time somebody went in there hollering and screaming, talking about y'all mm-hmm. motherfuckers touched on me, nasty gay motherfuckers, and shit, and they just ignored it. Yeah, but long uh, years ago, I caught a dope case and. Them, them, they're not supposed to go in your ass at all. Right. On the street. Right. They lock you up. They You go to jail. They strip search you. Cough squat. That's when you discover all that shit. They're not supposed to go in your ass at all. Mm. Long story short, we got that dope out of my ass. Right there on 34th of Keystone. Mm. And then lied about it in the shit. But that's how they did it. So I understand what these people were saying. But at least the nigga had a glove on when he did this shit to me. Yeah, there's one dude on the little TV there's like, well, were there any gloves? He's like, he never put a glove on. He just raw dogged it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, All bad. Milwaukee job, job, job. probably walked around sniffing his hand. Yeah, the whole ain't day. no doubt about it. Butt fingers. Uh, butt fingers. On that note, we taking a break. <laughs> Butt fingers. Butt that's, fingers. That's the title. Butt fingers. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Uh, 
dig dental caps. <laughs> Butt fingers. Butt fingers. <laughs> Butt fingers. That's the name of the episode. Oh. Uh, you know what Blueface is, don't you? Yeah, he's, yeah. I've seen that article. He's been locked up for attempted murder. It was, it was attempted? It's attempted. All right, all right. Attempted, uh, as he should be out by now, because about an hour or two before we started recording the pod, it was said that he went to court and uh, his bond was $50,000. Oh, slap on the wrist for him. Yeah, that's what, so he should be out by now, but, um, they was they say it was from an incident that happened in um, in October, or a shoot that that it was a like a shooting outside of a club, a strip club. Oh shit! And they got apparently they got him like on video shooting at a nigga, and the nigga got and then they got the nigga he shot made posted a tweet and was like I just got shot by Blueface something 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 and then deleted the tweet but they still got it. Yeah, it's why you should never post shit on yeah. the internet like that. But yeah, apparently he shot that nigga and got into it with a nigga and the nigga hopped in the car to take off and he shot the car, shot the car. Oh, I guess okay. hit a nigga. Huh. Yeah. Well, congratulations to his uh, girlfriend, baby mama, whoever she is. She got a tooth. She been had a tooth. She just don't be wearing it. She don't, she don't Christine, wear it. Kristen Rock. Christine. Christine Rock. <laughs> Christine. Christine. Yeah, she just don't be fucking wearing a tooth. She got a tooth with that nigga face on it. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> she had a tube with that nigga face on it, man. Hey, she's crazy. Crazy as fuck. <laughs> I, I ain't know whether to make this one a fecal or not. <clears throat> I got a... Uh, was you done with that one? Yeah, 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 man. Uh, uh, where is everybody involved? Uh, don't shoot at niggas. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're famous. Man, come on, man. But, uh, we're supposed to have people for that. But you know, you've been crippin', man. You hey. respect my crippin'. <laughs> Apparently, this is what Blueface says. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, dad, dad stabs son in chest in Mission Bay Park, San Diego. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. So the father and son were hospitalized Tuesday after a fight in Michigan in Mission Bay Park in which the younger man was stabbed in the chest. Just before 11 p.m. on Monday, the 27-year-old son began punching his, his 56-year-old father <clears throat> near the boat launch at Dana Landing. It says, uh, during the fight, the dad pulled out a knife and stabbed the son in the chest. The son also Jesus. suffered defensive wounds on his hands when he was stabbed. The father also cut, a, cut on his fingers. Oh, the father was also cut on his fingers when he stabbed the son. There's um, all types of knife wielding going on. Yeah. Uh, detectives are investigating the altercation. It's not clear yet what charges the men will face. Okay, then. So, shit. I just thought the dude just randomly stabbed his son. I know son whooping his ass. Whooping his motherfucking ass to get that goddamn coke out there. <laughs> and they near the water and shit, so. Speaking of ass whoopings, man, um, actor Rashir Gray. What the fuck is that? Also known as Jazz the Great. Also known as Hakeem Lyon from the show Empire. Terrence Hire's son. The, the Which rapper, one? The rapper. Because remember, it was three sons the crazy nigga, the rapper, and the. The singer. And the, the, uh, the one 
had all that bullshit going on with the oh Juicy Smoothie, yeah, hey, Juicy Smoothie, hey. <laughs> Gay Tupac. Too bad we already got the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Rashir Gray has been arrested after a woman informs police about abuse. He is apparently kicking ass. So the other one blaming people for noosing him. He's kicking ass. Yeah. He beating up women? Yeah. Rashawn Gray. Like I said, also known as Jazz the Great, which is his actual rapper name because he is a rapper. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a rapper before that. Rapper, actor. Okay. He went by Jazz the Great. And uh, better known as Hakeem Lyon. Was arrested Thursday after becoming physically violent with another woman. The actor who portrayed Hakeem Lyon in the Fox City Empire was on probation after spending 10 days in jail for assaulting his then wife in July 2020. I remember that. According to arrest documents, a woman called the police to Maricopa, Arizona, home after. Gray's behavior was escalating and she was concerned for her safety. The victim claims that they had become, that he had become aggressive in many instances, including when he pulled her by her hair and threw a box of food at her during a heated argument. Officials say the incident wasn't Gray's first within the past several months. In October, police responded to a message disturbance call because he failed to inform his probation officer about Either of the two incidents, he was arrested for probation violation. Hmm. This nigga's a woman beater. He's already on probation. For beating his, his wife. And now he's beating his girlfriend or ladies involved with or something. I'll tell you what he's going to be beating in jail. Is me? Yep. <laughs> or niggas up off of him. Yeah. <laughs> and if One of the two. And if he's locked up for a probation violation, ain't no bond. Mm. Ain't no bond. You, uh. What's up with these stars getting in trouble? Man. <coughs> <coughs> he was hanging out with the nigga from the Mac. I told you. Oh, that's Superfly. Superfly, super my bad. Fly. I told you what my, uh, theory on it is. It's the same thing going on with these rappers. It's, um. It's a lot more. It's a lot easier nowadays to get famous. Yeah. So, famous people aren't going through the vetting or even like PR yeah. or the, the things that when we were growing up, and when we were growing up, man, famous people had to go through a lot of shit to be famous. Yeah, yeah. And they had a lot of people protecting their fame. Now they don't. Now, now niggas is just fucking famous. A lot of people are famous for just for doing nothing, bro. Exactly. Like that dude uh, who don't ever talk on his meme. Yeah. Don't just, nothing, just, just reacting to videos. Just famous for doing nothing. So you take somebody like that, so that goes for like anybody. You take like musical artists, right? They don't, they're not going through, I think I said it on before, like they're not going through the PR training and the, 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 the A&R's taking them out the hood and locking them in the studio for weeks, months at a time, and that this and third. Right. And these niggas has already got a buzz. The record labels aren't finding new talent anymore. They're finding motherfuckers that have a buzz. That is true. So you already semi-famous. And they're literally just coming to give you a bunch of money to back what you already got going on. 
True that. And sending you back to the fucking hood. <laughs> so you're going to be the same motherfucker with a bunch of money. Yeah. Like, nigga, they use it and, and leaving it up to you to leave. But most niggas don't want to leave. They already... Shit. I mean, you know, when you're stuck in that mind frame, you're stuck yeah, in that mind frame. But, like, I mean, you I know, get it, but back shit. in the day, bro, they would take you... Like say Across like the country. Yeah. But I say say like a motherfucker like 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 Diddy or something. If he found you in Brooklyn somewhere and you was that nigga, man, he might move you to California for eight months yeah. to record your album and put you through PR before they start doing press runs and all this other shit. You was trained for all this shit. And by that time you had already saw a different walk of life. Because most of the time it don't take much but letting them motherfuckers see some shit they ain't never seen before to understand that there's more than what they had going on. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, because if you don't know nothing else, but you just know what you had going on, and that's, that's the fucking world. greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's your ceiling right there. Yeah. You ain't got nowhere else higher to go. So these niggas ain't like famous like the, how they used to be, so. That is true. Except yeah. for your boy from, uh, from Power getting it because his character uh, played so well by him. Which one? Juicy. Nah, the the boy, the ghost son. Oh, was his name Tyreek? Yeah, Tyreek. Like that nigga seen him in the elevator. I whoop your motherfucking ass. <laughs> he said it's not real. It man. is real, nigga. <laughs> Tyreek. But <laughs> <laughs> him, like he got his, you know, he just been he been getting it for a while, so he got a different little training. He got a media company and all that shit now. Him yeah. and the white boy. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. They want to play Tommy? No, no, no. The uh, the one. Did you watch? I never, I didn't watch Power like that. Okay, well, you know, he had his own series of Power. Um, was that book two, book three? Some one of them. Okay, because I know it's not Raising Kane, and that's the that's, f- yeah, that's 50 Cent's character, right? Yeah, okay. and then there's Tommy's, and then there's Tariq, Tariq's. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And he's in college. Okay. And he's hustling and shit in college. That's the one with Mary J. Blige and shit in it, and he's, uh, yeah, but, um. His roommate and his little partner in crime in, in college, it's a white boy, I forgot his name. We talked to I made him a black excellence one time because they uh they got a media company now. And yeah. They're doing big things. That's what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for doing that. But yeah, man, these guys don't and then you take somebody like Buddy, Buddy probably stressed to the motherfucking gills, man. I'm not I don't know how much money they made on Empire, but I'm assuming the first couple seasons, it was minimal. It had to be. Because they was really rolling the dice on it. And you know, the last couple seasons, they probably made a nice chunk of money. Yeah. But it's been canceled now, and I ain't seen Buddy nowhere else. So uh, who knows what his money looking like? Not, I ain't seen really too much. None of them nowhere else, really. Not Terrence Howard. We know Terrence Howard running around this motherfucker thinking he's going to find intergalactic space travel. He's over there, he's over there trying to sell that shit to the Nigerians. Remember that shit? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he he done went crazy. <laughs> Taraji straight. Just fucking Taraji. Yeah. Juice is, is... You know what's going on with Hopefully him. he's hiding some fucking where. The other dude. Yeah. I don't even know his name. You know Which what I mean? one? The other son. The, the crazy one. Well, the crazy one, he... um. He looked familiar like he was in some other movies. He was in some other movies, but he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Okay. And, uh... He's actually married to that to the to the white girl on the show. The one that was his wife that got oh, killed okay. by yeah. This is his real wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was dope. And they got a lot of shit going on. Behind the, 
Okay. Yeah. So who knows what uh, Rajir is doing? Yeah, as the great. <laughs> well, probably beating women. Beating women. Because I remember when he got locked up for beating his, his wife. Because I didn't realize he was married. That was like, everybody was like, I think he's married? Because he's older than he seems. Hmm. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, like, motherfuckers was like, this nigga married to look like a teenager. He yeah. was like, this nigga 30? Like, that, that shit's killer right there. Yeah. Nigga looks he's older <laughs> than what he looks like. Some type of help quit beating bitches, <laughs> beating women. I mean, I, uh, speaking of beating women and beating meats and doing other things like that, Bang Bros Uh-oh. has, uh, for the second time, has submitted a ten million dollar bid to try to get the naming rights for the Miami Miami Heat Arena. This is their second so time. Bang Bros. It's their second time making the bid. He chose FTX the first time, and now Bang Bros is Bang, Bang Bros is back at it, trying to trying to be the namesake on the arena. <laughs> I don't think that should happen. Neither do I. Man, Bang Bros is always doing some weird shit. I mean, it's cool that they want to get out there, and it's you know, but it's it's a porn site, and I don't want my kids. Bro, I literally think Bang Bros. I think Bang Bros. I honestly believe they're a genius, right? Yeah. They do stuff like this all the time that they know they won't get, but they know they'll get national recognition and publicity yeah, for trying to, to do that. it. <laughs> like they do crazy shit like offer uh who the fuck did they offer? Uh who was that? Man, it was a famous lady and they offered her some umpteen millions to do a porno, like mm. And there was like no way in the world that that was happening. But everyone was talking about it. Like, can you believe Bank Bros <laughs> offered? So, I mean, just to, you know, what's that? No publicity is good for me. Any person is good for me. Yeah. I think they, man, I really think they're ingenious, bro. They're, they're getting free publicity by just saying crazy shit. True that. But then I also see that they understand that the way this world works because they never say anything that doesn't seem like it could be out of their financial realm. Yeah. It's like if a motherfucker said, all right, bet, they could actually do it. Yeah. But they know that it's not going to happen. <laughs> but if it did, they could actually do it. Like, bang, bro, they offered $10 million for the name, the name or the thing. They got $10 million. That was it. Yeah, if Miami yeah. Heat was to go, all right, bet. All them perverts with their prescriptions and shit. Bro, if Miami Heat was to go, all right, bet. <laughs> Run it. They would take it. They'd be like, oh, shit, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Bang Bros Arena. I'm really trying to remember who the fuck they offered that money to, man, because that shit was, that shit was crazy. Yeah, I'm going to pop into my head at four o'clock in the morning. I'm going to wake up. <laughs> wake up like, wait a, wait a goddamn second. Yeah, they, uh, Bang Bros is on, on, on that bullshit. Uh, See, I was on that bullshit, man. Um, I think it was getting paid. But he got caught up. A uh, former Cincinnati post office worker mm. pleads guilty to embezzling packages containing fentanyl and methamphetamine. He was paid $500 each time he intercepted certain packages and delivered them himself. So basically, they would like tell Buddy 
Yeah. It's going to be this, that, and the third. And he would go through there, find it, and take it, take it before it got searched and deliver it himself. And they was giving him $500 every time. How did he get caught? I don't know. Hold on. Carrie Breach Jr., a 31-year-old USPS supervisor. Man, he really shot himself in the foot on that one. He's 31. He was already a supervisor. Man, the post office is somewhere you retire from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supervisor pled guilty in U.S. District Court for his role in a 2020, pardon me, uh, 2020 scheme that saw him intercept 28 packages containing fentanyl and methamphetamines and delivering the packages himself. Breachers paid $500 per package, so they made $14,000. Damn. Breachers paid $500 per package from the person it was delivered to. Federal agents in July 20 found Breach in possession of four sealed packages containing drugs, with officers also finding him in possession of $4,400 in cash and a loaded pistol in his car. He faces up to five years in prison. So he, Damn. he cleared about 14 grand so far doing that little play. Was it worth it, though? No. Not for five years, he had been doing it for what? A couple months? Did it seem like he only did 28 packages? Yeah. So, nah, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth it. That's, that's 14 grand. Somebody towed on him. Yeah. They used him as a mule, and then they towed on him. Yeah, that can barely. <laughs> so that can all the shit gets shifted on him. Yeah, that can barely uh, cover legal fees. <laughs> and then you still gotta go to jail. Well, he faces up to five years, so he won't get five years. Right. But still. And you done lost your goddamn good ass job. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You gonna be goddamn working at Amazon or some goddamn work. I don't got this as a subject, but I seen it earlier. So did you see that video about the girl who went with her friends to Mexico? And they beat her. Yeah. I bro, I literally just like I hadn't even okay. I hadn't heard nothing of it. About twenty minutes before you got here, mm. I saw them talking about her official the ruling the official ruling of death was like a severed spine or some shit. Yeah. And a hair fracture or something. And a hair like fracture. That. And then they said that they discovered a video of her friend whooping her ass. Yeah. And I didn't even get to see the video. That happened, they say that happened the first day that they went down there. Mm. And she went with her alleged best friend of five years, which was a dude. Okay. And, you know, a group of people, you know what I'm saying, going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, like like you said, they, they beat her. What the one girl beat her. One girl beat her. And everybody else just cheered it on. Yeah. And, you know, dude was saying fight back, but still, mm-hmm. why ain't you intervening? That's supposed to be your best friend. I know it's one on one, but she's clearly not fighting back. Yeah, at that point, I'm stopping it. Yeah, you if, know it's, what I mean? if it's a fight, I let that shit go on. Right. If it's just you just stomping my homegirl out, no. And that's what was happening. Yeah, no. I mean? But uh, they said that you know apparently she died the first day. I guess they went on with their vacation, and well, everybody left, and they didn't. Left her in their dead. Yeah, they left her. They left her body there in Mexico. I didn't, they didn't, I, didn't, they, I didn't get to read the whole thing. Yeah, they didn't retrieve the body for like, it had been like two weeks before the body got sent back to the uh, States. What the fuck? Yeah. And you know, her mom and shit wants to know what the fuck happened, what was going on. And that why was the video surface. Yeah. They gonna put that murder on that girl. Shit, probably everybody. Yeah. Cause ain't nobody help. 
But but they definitely gonna put it on. Like they gonna give. They'll do some weird shit. Like you know, there's there's levels to murder charges. Yeah. So they'll do some weird shit like second degree murder or some shit or manslaughter to the people that didn't help. Right, that old girl that did that shit. I see getting the brunt of the shit. Yeah, but that shit's sad, man. You know, you can't go nowhere with your friends and shit. But it's gonna be safe. And that's the thing, man. I know she was young. So it, 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 I'll be trying to explain that shit to my kids, man. It takes a long time to really uh, decipher friends from associates. Nah, that's true. It does. It, it, it takes, it takes learning lessons and, 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 and going through certain shit with certain people and understanding and, you know, you just hope and pray that you can live through certain, certain things so you can take the lessons from them. And she didn't not at all. I wouldn't be able to make it through that. I saw the picture of the girl. She was a pretty girl. Yeah, she was. It seemed like they were just hating on her. Yeah. Because it seemed like a nice person. Which know? which which is usually what goes on, man. People, man, a lot of people, man, a lot of people, when you are attractive or got some things going on for yourself, man, they will, I call it indirect hate, because they'll find reasons not to like you. Yeah. But the reason they're looking for those reasons is because they just hate you. Yeah. And now they got to find a way to justify it. Exactly. And make up some shit about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's this indirect hate. I, I, I appreciate the motherfucker to just tell you, fuck you, nigga, I don't like you. As opposed to the motherfucker that dig up and make some bullshit up and then get people to, to, to join go, in with yeah, them on that. Join in with them. That's some bullshit. It's real bogus. You know, I got real like I got real cute daughters and I'm having to go through that with some of them. Like motherfuckers just really hate hey, them no, for no reason. My son keep getting in fights because the little niggas is mad because the little girls like him and like shit. Him, yeah. I said, Well you got to you got to luckily for me, by the time I got old enough, I had established myself as a pure fucking savage. No one really got them <laughs> <laughs> Everybody kind of, everybody kind of understood what was going to happen to him. They kept right this bitch fucking with me. But I got a lot of that when I was younger. Like, yeah, I got a lot of it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Light skin, good hair, man. My eyes changed colors and shit. Man, I don't know bitches like me, man. And the niggas would be hating on me and shit. And I'm like, damn, bro. So you come out with the wave and yeah, shit. You got, to, you got to wear the wave cap as much as motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to live, bro. I'm, or you pull a bitch and you ain't even talk to her. Yeah. Why are you looking at that nigga for? Because she is, nigga. That's why. <laughs> Sixth, seventh grade, I was already 6'2", six, 6'3", six, like, nigga. <laughs> it was driving in the seventh grade. Like, bitches was all like, like, on it, man. Niggas couldn't stand me. And I'd be like, damn, bro. Like, I don't understand I ain't that shit. you, my nigga. Exactly. If you ain't did nothing, tell me why am I going to hate on you. I'm just living, bro. Like, yeah. I my know. son going through this shit right now. He's state getting in. He ain't got three, four. His little finger broke right now for whooping on a motherfucker. Yeah. And at each time, like, he didn't got into three fights in the last two weeks. Each time, I had to go up to that school and threaten the, the administrators. Because mm. each time, it's a motherfucker attacking him. Cause they, they got it on camera. So, yeah. like, the motherfuckers, he's not getting suspended or expelled shit because... He minded his business. They say defending himself. The last one, he was walking out to leave to get my daughter, my his sister, my daughter, mm-hmm. was picking him up. He leaving out to school to get in her car. Motherfucker run up, punch him in the back of the head. He get he turn around, goddamn it, get to 
get to whooping this nigga ass. Now, I want to send an email to all these little niggas so they can understand that for the last six or seven years, in, 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 in times when he was wrong, my son has been getting punched on by me. <laughs> you niggas can't do nothing to hurt that boy. Yeah. This nigga has this nigga has <laughs> taken some blows. You can't do nothing to hurt that boy. You hit that nigga with a car, he go get up and run after you like the Terminator nigga, like the one that the one that transformed <laughs> TC two thousand. Him. That's what he gonna do. <laughs> I watched the video. They got a little nigga ran up and hit my son hard the bitch in the back of the head. That nigga stumbled, turned around and squared up. Dude looking all crazy, nigga. <laughs> he, thought, he thought he had him a one hitter quick. Yeah, the, 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 the one the nigga before that, nigga, he went to swing on my son. My son dumped that motherfucker, picked him up, scoop style, nigga, collar, crotch, dumped him right on his head, nigga, got the whoop in his ass. And they all, they all older than him. They're kids in the, in, the, in the next grade up. Hey. All behind some little girl. Hey. Hey. Yeah, that's always like that, man. My, my daughter. When she first moved here with me, she got into a squabble with the little girl around the corner. Mm. And when it all broke down, she just mad because she likes getting with good air. That's what it really boiled down to. Jealousy type shit. Yeah, bro, you got to be real shit careful. Shit shouldn't even be shit. like that, man. And you but know, that's I mean, why I was always quiet in high school because a lot of motherfuckers, girls that I was with, they never knew I was with their girls. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We tell sure. our kids a lot of times, bro. You gotta pay attention to people. Everybody ain't your friend. Nah. Some people are associates. Some people are just people you know. They're not even associates. They're just people you fucking know. Yep. You grew up in the same area for a long time. You'll know people. Mm -hmm. They're not your friend. They're not your people. They're not gonna ride for you. They might have underlying hate for you. Yeah, the whole shit is weird. You 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 lucky. In this lifetime, if you get five real friends, that's true. Because even the motherfuckers you hang around at school, yeah, that's supposed to be in your general clique. They uh, they hate on you too because you, if you the new person and you getting all the girls that's in the clique, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't help that. Yeah, you, you lucky if you get five real friends. Yeah, you lucky if you get five real friends. I've been blessed to have a, a, a nice handful of friends that. We have 20 plus year relationships and nigga, then that's a blessing. A lot of people don't that get is. that. That is a blessing. That's a big blessing. Yeah. And so nigga, you got to understand that a lot of these motherfuckers ain't got your best interests at heart. They're not really your friends. They'll hate on you. And I always tell all my kids, pay attention because the hate is in the jokes. Yeah. People will say some real hater shit and laugh it off with a LOL at the end of the text or, or laughing at the end of the statement. Now, no, pay attention to what they said. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The hate is in the joke. All the time. All the time. The hate is always in the joke. Yeah, so hopefully they... Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tragedy what happened to that girl. That's a shame. Like I said, I, I just caught wind of it. Mm -hmm. That's why I hadn't done that. I just seen it this morning. You know, it wasn't nothing but a day ago, so... I seen it 20 minutes before you got here, and I didn't even have a full story. Okay. I ain't had none of that part. Yeah, I, I, well, I went into it because I'm like, what is everybody talking about? Because a lot of people had it on their, yeah. on their page. You know I, saw, I saw a couple people too. And then all I saw was, and the wild part was, I didn't even see the video of her getting her ass whooped. I heard the audio of oh, okay. Somebody just put a picture of her up and played the audio. Okay. You know, the girl whooping her ass. 
And she was dragging her. Fight back, fight back, fight back. Like she was dragging her. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was she had her hands on her. And that's and that's the like you said, that's the wild part, bro. If my if my Okay. If my friend mm-hmm. I know my friend isn't a fighter. Right. But a one-on-one is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And maybe my friend is a shit talker, but not a fighter. Yeah. I might allow a few boobumps mm-hmm. to occur. Because that is how you learn not to talk so much shit if you're not about throwing them hands. You're handing out life lessons. Handing out life lessons. <laughs> but once those boobops happen and... I see that there is no fight back. I see that there's no defense. You just curl up in the ball and all. We stopping that right here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Got to. Yeah. There's no reason for it to continue. Like I remember, and I never, I never, I never, when I was younger, I didn't quite understand it. But when I got older, I did. I remember I got into a fight with one of my friends. I remember my friend, friend, friend. He's in jail like forever now, but that's my nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, got into a fight with him. About some, some shit, some bullshit. Younger nigga shit. And uh, Doughboy was there, friend of the show, absentee co host. Uh, <laughs> he was there, and my other nigga Jabo, rest in peace. And uh, I remember I, 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 I cleaned my nigga, and I knocked him down, and I went to kick him in his mouth. Mm. And that nigga stopped me. And was like, we not doing no motherfucking kicking. Let him stand up. It's like, man, fuck this nigga. They was like, let him stand up. You don't kick your friends. You know. And I remember I was so mad and shit at that time. I was like, man, fuck you niggas and fuck this. But like two days later, I was like, you niggas was right. You don't kick your fucking friends. Me and my friend had a spat, but you don't fucking stomp on your goddamn friend. Right. Right. And that's good that they, they stopped you. Yeah. Because I was going to do it. Yeah. Nigga mad, drunk. I was going to do it. And in hindsight, like two days later, my nigga pulled up with a goddamn six-pack of Mickey's mm-hmm. and me and him sat down and hashed out our differences over a six-pack. And I don't think that could have happened if I'd have stomped his goddamn head. Either. Nah, it wouldn't have happened. You'd have made an enemy. Yeah. But because I didn't stomp his head and because they stopped me because I was right. going to. I didn't right. have it in me to stop myself. Right. I never, from that day on, though, when I did, every time I got into it with like a friend or, or a close associate, I never put my feet on them. But that was the the, that learning. Was the learning point. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. Yeah, two days later, that shit happened on a Saturday. On Monday night, he hit my phone. They brought him outside if he wanted to. All right, nigga. And I went out there, and he pulled a six-pack of Mickey's on the hood of his car, and we sat there and drank them motherfuckers and hashed out our differences. That's what's up. That's what you're supposed to do. And that, like I said, that would not have happened if I had put my feet on it. Understood. Yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad them niggas gave me that little life lesson. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, you can't you can't go all the way wide with your friends. Mm-hmm. You're fighting your friends, and that was my nigga too. So it wasn't like no associate. That was, that was my man's. We just fell out on some bullshit, and we got to fighting. And if anybody know anything about me in them days, nigga, I'm a, I was a fighting fucking man. <laughs> you hit the dirt around me, I'm trying to kick your teeth out your mouth. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I hit the dirt. Damn, but you ain't out. Yeah. <laughs> I got to put you out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want a little random ass tangent there. Uh, you want to hear some pure bullshit? What's that? These motherfuckers make you not even want to give a fuck about nobody's company or any of that shit. A German man mm-hmm. who returned a $4.7 million check to the candy company Harbro. The one that the gummy bears? Yeah. yeah. The red ones taste like berries. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the German man had returned a $4.7 million check to the candy company Harbro after he found it on a train. Was given a few packages of candy as a reward. Man, fuck them. Fuck them. Give me 10%. Oh, listen. A German man who found a lost check worth $4.7 million inside a bag of Harborough's Sweet Giants is disappointed with the company's cheap reward. Hell yeah. The man identified by Daily Mail is Arnor G, 38, of Frankfurt. That's where Chips was born at, Charles Chips. Okay. Uh, Frankfurt, I was born in Munich, he was born in Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt said he was sent a box of gummies valued at around $6 for returning the check worth $4.631 million. Uh, 4.631 euros, which is $4.5 million in U.S. currency. Okay. The check was reportedly issued to Harborough from a supermarket group, Revu, and was misplaced. It was such a large sum. This is a quote from a man. There was such a large sum such a large sum on it I couldn't even pronounce it. <laughs> he contacted Harborough and, and was told by a company attorney to destroy the check and send photographic proof showing that he had completed the order. Basically destroy it, show me so they can go get it reissued. Right. 38-year-old did so and was sent a box containing six bags of Harborough candies seven days later. Oh, fuck them. Which, which he thought was a bit cheap <laughs> as he believes he saved the company millions. Yeah. The representative of Harborough disagreed telling the local media outlets that nobody but our company could have redeemed it as it was a name check. That might be true, but still, he still saved y'all monies. Send that nigga something, man. Every, bro, on this pod, we talk about a lot of shit. And every time we get anywhere near somebody being compensated for a good deed, it always falls so short that it makes you not even want to do good deeds, bro. Nope. Nope, not at all. You don't want to do shit good. Because uh, doing shit good don't get you nowhere. We talking, me and I, my God, talking about this yesterday. Doing good shit don't get you nowhere. You got to damn near be evil to get somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when you do the evil shit to get somewhere, then the karma comes. Yeah, double-edged sword. So man. you get to enjoy it for like, what, a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> and double-edged then it, sword. It's over with. But it's just insane, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Motherfucker do something good for me, bro. I understand how fucked up this world is. Motherfucker do something good for me, man. I'm a, um, like I said, I'm not a tit-for-tat kind of guy. 
But if a fucking random stranger does some shit out the kindness of their fucking heart, yeah. bro, I'm going to try to look out. You got to. And if I was a multi-million dollar, billion dollar ass company, bro, it'd be nothing for me to send that man 150000 or something crazy. Not even that. You could have sent him a, a $15,000 card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He saved you millions. What is that? Man, cut that man a cut that man ten thousand dollar check. And the car. Yeah, just send it to him. Because I don't know, man. It, 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 like you just said, man, it makes it looking like you have a good heart. Not worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't appreciate it, but they sit there and preach it to you your whole life. <laughs> really bogus as fuck. That's crazy. Bogus as fuck. But um I'm going to tell you what else is bogus as fuck. These motherfucking scammers are the people falling for these scams. What's that? Which one? Virginia woman scammed out of $170,000 by a fake doctor she met on an online dating website. Here we go again. See, evil getting paid. Here we go again. He asked to borrow 112000 and another 58000 while he was in another country saving lives. And she obliged. And this Why? is a black woman that got fucked up. Why the fuck? If he's a fucking doctor. If he's a fucking doctor and you broke. You remember, uh. <laughs> what the fuck? It was, that, it was that show on Netflix, man, that was real popular a while ago. And Buddy was doing that. We're talking about it on here. No. Or the, the man, my enemies are. I'm trying to get away from my enemies, and he was he was he was basically running a Ponzi scheme with broads. He was um milking. He would milk like one woman for hundred some odd thousand dollars. He would spend like fifty of that whining and dining and living this lavish life, showing another woman how rich he was, so that when he needed some help, said he was you know I'm in another country, my bank account they they acted funny about wiring me something. Send me twenty five thousand dollars. I'll give it back to you. You know I got it because right. they'd have been on private planes. They'd have been, yeah, bro. We talked. We talked about it on here months ago. I can't it was, remember his name. And it was a, it was on it was a, it was a series on Netflix. This is they was talking about it, but it's it's one of them situations. But it's like I said, it's a terrible. Cassandra Drummond from Springfield, Virginia. Cassandra hmm. Drummond. <laughs> thought Andrew Logan was a perfect match they met on the online dating site in July of 2001 and she ended up getting swindled out of 170000 on the website he portrayed himself as a doctor and he must have been he was 48 years old she she said he told her that he lives in Michigan, but was spending the summer saving lives in Yemen. Yemen. <laughs> I just took the chance, thinking he was a doctor. Maybe it was, this was real, said Drummond. It turns out Dr. Logan was allegedly part of an elaborate online finessing scam, and Drummond was the latest victim. Damn. <laughs> Logan asked German to pay for a package containing personal items and cash to be shipped to her house, and he would pay her back when he got home. 
Logan used Elegant, Freight, and Couture LTD to ship it. I exhausted all my funds for a package I thought existed, but come to find out, there is no package, said Drummond. Four months later, Drummond kept handing over money, believing excuses from the shipper. She also sent thousands to a bank account in Charlotte, North Carolina, and more than 52000 to someone in Miami, Florida. To someone. Wow. Drummond says she plans on filing a criminal complaint with the FBI. Girl, you're not getting no money. You ain't getting that shit. You dumbass. You gave all that shit away. Gave all that shit away. Did he wind there and die? It was just all No, it was that. all online. Damn. Hey, people be really starving for attention. Man, we gotta get some scrubs, man. Yeah, facts. Some scrubs and a stethoscope and uh, a little fake little ID. Yeah, we need all Say of that. Say Eskenazi on it. We need all of that. Now we need a more prestigious. We're gonna go Riley. with uh, Riley. Riley. Kids. Riley. kids, bro. If we saving the I'm kids. I'm gonna say St. Vincent. Right. Hey, man. We saving the kids, bro. <laughs> yeah. We saving the kids. Gotta work. Bro, they gonna cough it up. <laughs> Where we gonna be though? We gotta be somewhere else, huh? We gotta be somewhere else so we get the wire, the money wire. Oh, <laughs> Sierra Leone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, blood diamonds. Blood diamonds. We over there trying to fight, fight that. Yeah, we fighting kids with uh, yeah, the misnames and shit, infectious disease. Clef, the cleft, the cleft, the cleft, the cleft children. Oh. That's what we're doing. We're fixing those. Those are in India. That's what we're doing then, bro. I don't <laughs> fucking know, bro. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we fighting the little niggas with the cleft lips. <laughs> we helping them. Via Riley, Children's okay. Hospital. We abroad. <laughs> we abroad. <laughs> 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 That's what. That's what we doing, bro. Oh, shit. That's what, that's what we doing, bro. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> we're getting uh, to it, man. He got to it. Did I ever say his name? Uh, I just deleted it. Okay. I think I said it. Oop, my bad. Damn. Yeah, my daughter is the loudest child in the world. You hear all that? <laughs> A little bit. I hear it now. Boom, crash, boom, crash, boom. Crash. <laughs> boom, crash, crash, crash. <laughs> oh, crash, crash. Um, speaking of kids, man, this is a sad story. I hate to go from laughing to some other shit, but um, a Georgia, a Georgia six-year-old. Wait, 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 Okay. With a toy. 
gun found outside. Damn. Um, on November on November fifth, Tara Olmstead and her son Z- Ziza Z I Z I Z Z Z Z Ziza left their apartment in Calhoun, Georgia, to let their dog outside. As he headed back into the home ahead of her, the six-year-old reportedly told his mother that he found a toy behind their building, a toy gun behind their building. Children regularly lose toys, and she thought nothing of it. Mm. From inside their home, Tara heard a loud pop, and she sprinted to find him on the floor of their apartment. She found Zaza with a gunshot wound to his head. Mm. Next to him was a 9mm Taurus handgun. As she notified authorities, and he was pronounced at the scene. Mm-hmm. Zaza attended school almost 70 miles north of Atlanta at Calhoun Primary School. She loved classmates, teachers, and other staff members. Yeah, he was a great kid. That's crazy. Yeah. It seemed like she would have checked it out in today's climate, but, I mean, I can't really blame her. Police said they have yet to, yet to discover the owner of the gun, but the incident is still under investigation. The GoFundMe has not been created for Zaza's, by Zaza's grandmother to help the funds of the cost of funeral that will be placed November 16th in Pleasant Valley Baptist Church. Guests were being asked to wear blue and red and honor Zaza, who greatly admired Spider-Man. Okay. That's yeah, terrible, like you said, it would, in a in an ideal world, she would have checked to see what was going on. But I mean, fucking kids, bro. Right. You know, I found a toy. All right, whatever, baby. Mm-hmm. I've been like, let me see it though, but you know, mm, that's sad. Definitely, that's real sad. Shit. On that sad note, we're gonna take a break. Alrighty, we back, ladies and gentlemen. Better take a break. It is fucking freezing outside. Yes, it is. Good God, how cold it is. Too fucking cold. Alright, now it says twenty-eight degrees. Let's see what it say. How did I update it? Twenty-eight fucking degrees. Twenty-eight. What the real feel? I always hate that. I don't know what the real feel is yet. Hold on. Uh, they said it feels like <laughs> 18 degrees. <laughs> you got any more currents, bro? Nah, I'm on Florida, man. I got one, man. Okay. Um, shout out to Dolph. Young Dolph? Young Dolph. Okay. Um, November 17th Yeah. is officially Young Dolph Day. Young Dolph Day in the state of Tennessee. Oh, the whole state, not the whole just state, Memphis. Not just Memphis. The whole Ooh. state. That's what's up. The whole state of Southern Tennessee, November 17th is officially Young Dolph Day. It's not quite even November 17th yet, is it? Mm, not yet. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, well, it is now. Yeah, while we're recording, so I'm assuming they'll have some type of visual or something. Yeah, some type of presentation or something. Yeah, November 17th has been declared Young Dolph Day in the state of Tennessee. Ooh-wee. And that's that's what's up. So shout out to Dolph Rest in peace to Dolph. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, Brett had some good news. Yes, he really did. Uh, takeoff funeral was this weekend just passed in Atlanta in the Coliseum.
Coliseum down there. Yeah. It was a real big deal. Everybody was there. It was real beautiful. Send off. Uh, Gucci Man dropped a extremely heartfelt song called Letter to Take. Okay. That is, because, you know, he's, Gucci Man discovered him. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? 11, 12 years ago. So, and uh, Bootsy, Bootsy dropped the, the hardest song. As nice as Gucci's song was, man, Bootsy dropped this song called Rocket Man. You know, it was Takeoffs. Yeah. Take off the Rocket Man, the last rocket. That was his okay. astronaut, you know. Nigga, he dropped this song called Rocket Man. So fucking hard. Yeah, I gotta check it out. So hard, bro. Check the Rocket Man by Bootsy, nigga. It's on yeah, YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on all streaming platforms. Right. Hey, it is hard. <coughs> Next goddamn break, I'll probably take my phone and let you hear it. Nigga, Rocket Man is hard as shit. All right. So, yeah. But just rest in peace, man. Too much fucking nonsense. But uh, shout out to Dolph. Yeah. Going way too soon. Yes, sir. Real good music group. Yeah, man, take off. Yeah, man, take off. Going way too fucking soon. A lot of and others. Everyone else, yeah. Everyone else. P&D, Ron, Triple X, XXX, Testacion, Nipsey Hussle, Mike Miller. Nick the fucking great. When I got, like I said, me and John, I don't know, man, I got that life-size picture nip in my kitchen. I say it all the time, my kitchen is Nipsey Blue, nigga, ain't nothing else blow my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made the kitchen booth so I could put that picture of him up in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm free <afraid> on that. It's <laughs> a nice picture, though. Yeah. Even the car's blue. Yeah. Nothing, nothing <laughs> else in my house. Look at the line where my front room breaks into my yeah. kitchen. Nigga. Nothing else in my house is blue. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else in my house is blue, nigga. That motherfucking kitchen is dipsy blue, nigga. That's lucky yeah, I ain't yeah. got blue goddamn dishes, nigga. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, they put some great one, nigga. But uh, it's uh, it's Fork Man time. Fork Man? I got two. I got two. I got a disappearance and murder. Okay. Says Florida man arrested in connection to disappearance and murder of wife. Uh, A man, this is in Broward County, Florida. A man who filed for divorce from his wife is now charged with her disappearance and murder. Uh, Okay. I don't know how. Mimose? Mimose Dulcio? Shit. Yeah. Uh, 39 was seen, was last seen on Thursday, November 10th at around 5.30 p.m. at her home and unincorporated, and un, what the fuck? Unincorporated Central, Broward. Okay. Broward. Broward County. Yeah. Uh, missing person alert was issued for her on Saturday. First 48th Okay. It says uh, investigators with the missing persons unit said they investigated the circumstances surrounding her disappearance before the case was transferred to the homicide unit. As the investigator continued, detectives interviewed Dulcio's husband, 36-year-old Jose Luis Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco, yeah, I know. Pacheco, it's like a boxing name. Mm-hmm. He said told detectives that he had not seen or heard from his wife in a couple of days, and they were in the process of getting a divorce. Take would say they obtained a search warrant for the couple's home and shared car. During the search, evidence was found that suggested Dostio had been murdered in their home and that her body was transported in the couple's shared car disposed of in an unknown location. 
So on Monday, they issued a warrant for his arrest, and he's currently being held in a Miami-Dade jail for one count of second-degree murder. God damn. Killing his wife. God damn. He said it's cheaper if you keep her, but it's free if you get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he had to pay for his life with this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't do that shit right there. Yeah. Not that I'm uh, condoning what he did, but... Nah, never. Never. All right. Um, <clears throat> Florida man arrested. Excuse me. Yes, like we said, it's really cold out here. Let's let PM get his nose together. All right, I got it. It's, it's rough out there, bitch. <laughs> it's rough out there, bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got all type of sound effects yeah, on this one. It's crazy. Uh, here, be this one. Yeah. <laughs> Florida man arrested after allegedly selling a bomb to undercover cops for $800. He did what with a bomb? Sold a bomb to undercover cops for $800. James Hall, 34, was arrested this week after police detectives working in an, in an FBI task force said that Hall told a confidential informant he was in possession of a homemade pipe bomb Damn. at his house that could be purchased for $800. An undercover cop, undercover detective met Hall to purchase the pipe bomb along with a Glock 17 Damn. pistol Hall had offered for sale. When asked about the future purchase, Hall indicated he had enough to build six more now. He was charged with one count of unlicensed distribution of explosive material and one count of possession of an unregistered of an unregistered destructive device and one count of unlawful making of a destructive device. Destructive device. Huh. Hall faces up to 10 years in federal prison for each count if convicted. Fuck. Each count? Yeah. It's that 30 ball. Damn. He looked like he built bombs. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he's friends with Remy. Yeah, definitely looked like he's friends with Remy. <laughs> he's definitely got ties to some type of clan affiliation. Some type. James Hall. That's crazy. Fucking 34, man. Selling fucking pipe bombs, baby. He's about to go in there and be a wood now. Yeah. Y'all ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I got dead in cemetery. Uh, as my second Florida man, uh, Florida, well, Florida teen, excuse me, Florida teen found dead in cemetery one day after being reported missing. It says, uh, Kenneth Carr Jr. was declared missing on November 8th, and the following day, deputies received a 911 call shortly after 8 a.m., saying the victim had been found dead in the graveyard in Marion County. So it's the always some shit happening in Marion County in Florida. In Florida, yeah. And the only reason that I remember it is because we live in Marion County here. <laughs> like it's six out of ten of these goddamn stories that could be in Marion County. I don't even know where that's at in there. Me neither. But it's somewhere uh, in Central Florida. It's always some shit happening. They said a missing 16-year-old from Central Florida has been found dead in the cemetery, according to reports. He was found dead at the campground, campground cemetery in Reddick, Florida. So Reddick, Florida. Uh, one day after being reported missing by family members, uh, this was announced by the, uh, the, the sheriff's office. 
Uh, like I said, declared missing November 8th. They finally graveyarded. They're calling it a homicide oh. and are investigating what happened to the victim. Deputy determined that car were, he, had, he had been shot. Damn. There's no other details have been released. And, you know, the, the usual shit they're asking for. If you got any, uh, any uh, snitch advice, yeah. to go call ahead his and number. call his number. Yeah. But sorry to that young man. Sorry, young man. You know, tell him what he did, but, you know. In this case, we I feel a little bit of sympathy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one, man, it's not, it's a, it's a Florida group of Florida men. I don't even know. The story is unclear on which part of Florida they're from, but mm. this goes out to that whole police force. Oh, shit. With two cops on the police force. And, uh, Two deputies. Cops arrest legally blind Florida man after mistaking his folding cane for a gun. I've seen that. I saw that one. I'm glad I didn't do it. Did you watch the video? No. I didn't see the video. Okay, before I even go into the story, I watched the video. Alright. The lady is the it's the the main cop that's fucking with him's um body cam footage. Okay. Checks him for his ID. He says, for what? He said, well, it looks like that thing in the back of your pocket is a firearm. Da, 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 da. He pulls it out. It's a cane. It's not a firearm. Oh, fold and flip cane? Fold and flip cane. Okay. And he had it folded up in his back pocket. Yeah. Because he was... Legally blind. So legally blind, so he probably could see a little bit. But if he's on the sidewalk or something, he got to yeah. see the curve for the leveling. Was, you know, it was daytime, so he might be able to see some... Yeah. But he got that cane with him. To, Just in case. So his photo was in his back pocket. She said, you know, he's, for what? She said, well, it looks like it could be a firearm. Well, it's not. It's a cane. And he goes to walk away. Hmm. And she goes, well, I still need to see your ID. And he goes, well, for what? I ain't committed no crime. I ain't committed no crime. What do you suspect me of committing a crime for? You need a da 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 She says something else. Another cop walks up. He goes, I need to see a supervisor. The other cop goes, I'm a supervisor. Turns out he's not. Right. Lying. So he's like, da 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 da. They end up locking him up for resisting arrest without violence and some other shit. For, nigga, I watched the video. Look, you can see in the in the picture, the still. He pulls it out again. It's a cane. Yeah. He don't even look like he's dangerous. He like, he might smoke a joint every now and then and sip a brew. And that's it. And my man was just walking, though. Yeah. Two deputies will be suspended as a Florida sheriff. And a Florida sheriff has to apologize after a visually impaired man was arrested last month when he was walking, when his walking cane was mistaken for a gun. James Hodges, 61, was arrested the morning of on Halloween and accused of resisting officers without violence. Shame, man. Yeah. And I watched the video. My man was like, bro, I didn't do nothing. Right. I don't need to identify myself because in order for you to be, for me to identify myself, I need to be suspected of a crime. Right. Da, 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 I, I, if if I was suspected of a crime, I'm not. Here's a cane. Let me go on by my day. Right. And they were so hung up on the fact of wanting to see his ID and this and the third that they completely waived the fact that they was dead ass wrong about this fucking cane and continued to harass that man until they eventually had to like forcefully lock him up. That's fucked up. 
And of course he resisted because he didn't do shit wrong. Right. That's fucked up, man. I hate when they throw that resistant part on there when when you see they, they only locked him up for resisting because yeah. he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. So they couldn't get him on anything else. I resisted they, because you fucking with me and my life. And not let me go about my life. In the weird, in the part that I hate most about cops when they do shit like that, because I've been locked, I've been wrongfully locked up like three times, right? Mm. And they always say shit like, "Well, if that's true, you'll deal with it in court." Da da da. da. You motherfuckers don't understand what this does to your life, right? You didn't take me out of out of my my, my cycle of things that I need to do. I got to work. I got kids. Yeah. I got all this other shit. I got bills. Got to be paid. I got did it. Some got them. Some jobs don't give a fuck about none of that, nigga. You nah. get points, nigga. You yeah. lose your job. Now, goddamn it, I done lost my job. I done had. It's been. It's been situations where I've been wrongfully arrested. Had to bond out, deal with the case in court, mm. and then get it dropped. I didn't get my fucking bond money back, and this, that, and the third. So now I'm out of whatever my bond money was. Right. Whatever time I was incarcerated. Whatever time I had to take off work to go to court. Yeah. All of these things that just... And nobody pays that back. Yeah, because you, cause you motherfuckers is on bullshit. That's why I hate to see cops like that. Like, even on... Well, not even on them, but some audit the audits. I hate when the audit person starts to get irate. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are you doing, man? You're not supposed you, to be... You proved your point, but why are you being a dick now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I watched one earlier that was like that. But that shit right there, that shit's yeah. horrible. Bro, my man stopped. He like, he like, what? He's like, I didn't see ID. He said, what? Nah, it wasn't like nobody called it in. He was walking down the street. Like, I could see if he was talking to some kids and pointed at it or something. He was walking down the street and the cops saw him, got out, and walked behind him and stopped him. Like, when the video comes on, like, he's walking, she's behind him. Sure. Sir, can you stop? He turned around like, what's, what's, what's going on? And he said, he said, for what? What have I done? She said, something about the gun. He said, well, it's not a gun, it's a cane. And he, I'm blind, it's a cane. He put it back in his pocket. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. No, I need to see your ID. That's that bully shit, right? Yeah. There. And he should, uh, he should press, not press charges, he should sue, sue their ass. He should sue the fuck out of them. You know what I'm saying? And, he, and he'll win. Yeah, he'll win. They've already put them on suspension and determined that the, uh, the, the, the sheriff, the main nigga, has to make a public apology. Yeah, he'll win. Then he'll win. They'll, they, he won't even have to go through, like, court. They'll settle out of court. Well, he gonna with a large him. number. Hell yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, go get you one of them lawyers that, that, that don't get paid till the shit's done. Mm-hmm. Or they don't get paid unless you win. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Go get you one of them niggas. A lot of them promote that shit. Let them take their little percentage at the end. It's worth it. It's free money. Nah, it's free money. We had to do that shit. Um, my youngest daughter, years back, we ended up putting money into a trust for her. But uh, we sued Wendy's. But labor? Huh? Labor-wise, she was working there? No, no, no. My baby. My oh. youngest daughter. Oh. She, um, it was a, some type of bugs in her chicken nuggets. Oh, Jesus. The, the the one on um, German Church. German Church. By, by, by Walmart. By Sunnyside and shit. Yep. Okay. It was, uh, and we took them motherfuckers, took pictures of them, 
took the whole, put all that shit in the bag, put it in the freezer. Right. You can throw that shit out. Contacted a lawyer. We're like, well, do you have pictures? We have it, nigga. We have the bag and the nugget and the. Right. Yeah, and that shit, we ended up, uh, we ended up selling for some shit like 12 grand. Shit, that's still cool. And we put that shit in trust. Hell yeah. For her that she can't get into, it's like an account that she can't get to, she's like uh, 21. Oh, even better. Yeah, requires a little bit of interest. Hell yeah, because some, some say 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can't, she, we can't touch it. Mm. Me and her mama, we yeah. can't touch it. That was, that was part of the lawsuit because we sued on her behalf. Right. So we can't. That's what's up. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's, we won a little money. I think we ended up getting like nine because mm. the lawyer took his. Mm. Took like three grand out of 12. And we put that shit in a little trust. Shit. It was acquiring interest. That's hey, that's cool to my buddy. Yeah, then I got my little, uh, you know, my accounts I talked about that I got for the kids. Mm-hmm. And she can't access that, that account until she's 21. So when she turns like 21, my shit should have like seven, eight grand in it by that time for her, that account. And that one has like nine. So on her 21st birthday, she'll get like right around like 20 bands. Random. Shit, that's what's up. It probably will be more. Hell of a birthday present. Hell yeah, depending on interest. And- but that's another reason. I don't like eating in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's another reason I don't like eating in the dark. I mean, if you eat a lot of chocolate, you automatically going to eat spiders and other type of bugs and shit like that yeah. already. Because, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't nothing wrong with it. But, you know, it's just the fact of... Break my shit down. Yeah. <laughs> don't let me crack my chocolate bar in half. It's a whole goddamn spider ass on the back of that motherfucker. Break my shit down. <laughs> I feel like it's part of nature if you break my shit down. Hell yeah. Don't just make me eat the motherfucking <laughs> the organism. Like, don't just make me eat it. Nigga. Like, uh, ugh. Hell yeah. The fuck? See, oh, that was your second one? That was my second one, man. Them goddamn them cops, man. All right. Yeah, the bomb nigga and the cops. Well, they got this. Uh, you got melanated, right? Hey, I got one. Okay, I got one, too. I got this one's called the Georgia Assembly, and it's just lightweight. Uh, Muslim women make history. The first Afro-Latinos elected the Georgia Assembly. Okay. And the, um, let's see. It's like so many different shits in this motherfucker, so I just picked apart. Uh, it says, women, Muslim women make history in Georgia. There will be four Muslims, all representing Gwinnett County, serving as Georgia General Assembly. It says, uh, Democrat Nabila... Islam won against her Republican challenger Josh McKay in District 7, becoming the first Muslim woman to secure, secure a seat in the Georgia State Senate. Uh, this is the second time Islam, a Gwinnett County, uh, Gwinnett County resident and daughter of Bangladeshi immigrants, Bangladeshi. Mm-hmm, was running for public office. Uh, she ran for a House seat in 2019 for crying Congress. Then we have uh, Rua Rua, Rua Roman, Democrat, won against Republican candidate John Chan and will serve the Georgia State House, representing District 97, which covers Duluth, Norcross, Peachtree, Corners, uh, Berkeley Lake, and uh, that's it. She's the first Muslim woman with and Palestinian to serve on the Georgia House. And then, I hope this is a name. 
Okay. Yeah. Incumbent Sheik, incumbent Sheik Rahman held on to his uh, state seat representing District 5, and Farouk Mughal was elected to uh, represent Georgia House District 105. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it for those. That's how I like to find some uh, melanated excellence. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that was positive anyway. Mine goes out to uh, <clears throat> Miss Diane Lynch. Diane Lynch is the first black woman CEO to to develop an international resort. Mm. She is developing developing an international resort in the Dominican Republic. Oh, Diane Lynch is the only African American female CEO of an of an international development company. She's mm. the only one. That's what's up. Of an international. <clears throat> company, and she is constructing Samuna Bay Resorts, the first black-owned international golf resort in the in the Dominican Republic. What's the name of it? Saman Bay. Resort. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, Saman. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said Zamunda. No, Saman. <laughs> Saman Bay Resorts, the first black-owned international golf resort in the Dominican Republic. It will feature world-class amenities and experiences that include a signature golf course, amphitheater, and a professional sports training and rehabilitation and medical campus. Hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. And the DR, huh? Yeah, and she's fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's fly. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll yeah. do a TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. challenge with her. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's fly. So shout out to Miss Diane Lynch, man. That's a big deal, man. Yeah, yeah. The the only African American female CEO of an international development company. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. So not only Damn. is she the first the to build a international resort, yeah. she is the only black female CEO. Damn. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So shout out to Miss Diane Lynch, man. Big shout out. You uh doing your thing you're doing your thing and I'm very proud of you baby girl <laughs> yeah, dude, weekly fecals Mr. Fecals times only got one you got, I got two I start them off then so I get in where I fit in I get in between I'm gonna start off with the lightweight one real quick uh, I call this 10 year old tattoo uh, New York Police arrest mother after 10-year-old son gets tattooed for, on forearm. The tattoo artist also arrested. A 10-year-old? 10-year-old. says a 33-year-old mother in Highland, New York, Crystal Thomas, was arrested last month after a 10-year-old son received a permanent tattoo of his name on his forearm. The arrest was made by the town of Lloyd Police on October 4th, and they announced their on their Facebook account on uh, October 11th, Thomas was charged with endangering the welfare of, welfare of a child, a Class A misdemeanor, and while she was originally released on an appearance ticket, she later appeared in court on October 20th. Oh, she later appears in court. Yeah, I don't know who the hell wrote this. On October 20th, or excuse me, um, damn, we're in November. 
Says, if convicted, she's facing up to one year in prison and three more years probation for her reckless parenting. Uh, the tattoo was discovered after the boy went to his school nurse and asked for Vaseline to help his body art heal. Oh, wow. Yeah, the shocked nurse immediately reported it to a school resource officer who then reported it to police officers in the area. So the police underwent a brief investigation before arresting two people. Because according to court documents, Crystal... Thomas is labeling the incident a misunderstanding. It says uh, when her son asked her if he could get a tattoo, she was under the impression it was a temporary tattoo, not a permanent one. Oh. If she had known what he meant by tattoo, she would have never given him permission. So in a later interview, the mother explained that she supports age restrictions for tattoos and that no little child should get tattooed. Nonetheless, she gave him permission and he went to a tattoo artist willing to give the 10-year-old what he wanted, a 6 to 8-inch tattoo of his name and block letters on his forearm. In addition to arresting the mother, police officers arrested the tattoo artist that gave the boy the tattoo. The artist was identified as Austin L. Smith, 20-year-old unlicensed artist, who was under the impression that you could get a tattoo with permission from the parents. Unfortunately, that's not true in New York. But here's my thing, though. You okay? Even if the mom thought it was a temporary—I mean, a, a, yeah, temporary tattoo—why wouldn't you look at it and see what it was, mm-hmm. or where he's getting it? Yeah. And then to that twenty-year-old, you just should have fucking knew better. Yeah, come on, bro. The mom—you never met the mom. She never came. The little boy could have went around the corner for a couple minutes, came back, and said, "She said it's okay." And you just go ahead and get this little boy a tattoo. Yep. Come on, bro. And then nobody else in that shop or where maybe he was in his own place, but in that shop, nobody else said, hey, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck's going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the first one, bro. Because mine is a rougher Texas woman Uh is sentenced to death in prison for killing her pregnant friend and stealing her unborn baby. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting, man. That's good. The victim, <laughs> the victim's, the victim, Simmons, Simmons Hancock's body was found October 9, 2020 at her home. Her three-year-old daughter was at the home when her mother was killed. Later that morning, Taylor Park, 29, claimed she'd just given birth after being pulled over by a state trooper for speeding and driving erratically. The baby was taken to a hospital in Oklahoma where she was pronounced dead. Prosecutors have said that in an attempt to keep her boyfriend... Parker made herself look pregnant, faked the ultrasound, and even had a gender reveal party. Damn. And then went and killed her friend and cut her unborn baby from her body to pretend like it was her child in order to keep her boyfriend. Ugh. Yeah. That's sick. Her name is Simon, Simon Hancock. Mm-mm. 
That's fucked up. Yeah. You kill your best friend because she's pregnant. Take her baby so you can keep this my raggedy. Bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. What? Simi Hancock is the victim. She is not the fecal. Oh, okay. Taylor Parker. Okay, okay. Is the is the fecal. Gotcha. Simi Simmons ain't got hate for somehow a family member stumbled across this podcast. Like, Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> is the victim. Taylor Parker, 29. That's the fucking... That's fucked up. That's the fecal. That's, that's the still one. fucked up. Yeah, no, the whole shit's fucked up. It says she faked her pregnancy. Faked looking pregnant the whole time. Faked the ultrasound. Faked it, and even had a gender reveal party for a fake. So I bet she like when her homegirl told her what she was having. That's what she revealed. She had the reveal party, and then when killed her homegirl, took the baby, all while her homegirl's three year old daughter was at the home, left the three year old with the dead mother. Damn! How sick can you be? Told you, fecal. Fuck, fecal, bro. Yeah, this, this don't make this dude look like nothing. Now. Fecal, fecal, bro. Fecal. You know, we we dig for the worst of the worst when it comes to fecal time. Yeah, it is. Damn. Well, this one's called Petri. Look at this raggedy bitch. Got the nerd to look distraught. Oh, that's why he didn't want her. Yeah, she's hit. Looking like she belong on Bob Burgers. She's, <laughs> she's got one of them chins. You, <laughs> you fucking stupid. <laughs> she did. You stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I call this one uh, P treatment. It's an unemployed, excuse not unemployed, employee charged with urinating in equipment used as water treatment plant. What? (coughs) Employee charged with urinating in equipment used at water treatment plant. I heard you. I know. (laughs) Oh, shit, where'd it go? I heard you. It says police in Lancaster County have charged an employee of a water treatment plant after they discovered he had urinated into equipment authorities announced. Ephrata Borough Wastewater Management contacted police when concerns arose with water test results that were misconstrued by deception and possible contamination on July 2nd. Uh, July 22nd. Uh, what the fuck? They didn't even put the whole... Oh, 2021. Yeah. Uh, the concerning results came from June 29 and 30th of 2021, which showed problems that required the borough to do additional water waste testing. Uh, investigators determined that the only way the, the test results could have been off would have been if the, if the bottle inside a testing machine was tampered with. Uh, it says samples from the test bottles were sent to the state police lab, which showed the presence of urine. The test bottles are clean, so they should not have any presence of urine. Ultimately, investigators were able to connect the urine to an employee of the wastewater treatment plant, 57-year-old Donald Gibble Jr. And it says in an interview with police, Gibble admitted to urinating in the test bottle that was used on July on June 29, 2021. The the main the Mannheim resident said he knew that the urine would change the test results. 
the company brought in the manager, Nancy Harris, and she says that it was important for customers to know that the actual water was not contaminated, just the bottle used to test samples. The Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection was immediately notified, and they say we have closely monitored our samples since the initial report and will continue to do so. Uh, we are confident that this was an isolated incident, and we commend the staff for their efforts to discover, report, and rectify the problem. Gilbert was charged with misdemeanor criminal mischief on November 4th. Uh, police said online court dockets could not be located on Tuesday afternoon. So, whatever else he had going on, we'll never know about it. Never never You'll never know. They never said why he pissed in it, but that's what he was doing. <laughs> pissing, pissing. I guess he's trying to piss the town out. I know what happened. You know what happened? He caught some of them butt fingers. <laughs> he said, oh, I, I know how to get you back. I get all you motherfuckers back. Mm-hmm. I'm pissing in the water. Pissing. <laughs> all the drinking water. Pissing. I'm making this... <laughs> Hey, I decided no, man. We better get out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah. That fucking Dave Chappelle. Oh, the monologue? Did you watch the whole show? I didn't watch the show. I seen a couple of the skits from the show, but I ain't watched the whole show. Did you see the potato hole? Huh? The potato hole. No. So, boom. <laughs> he said, he's on like a uh, Good Morning America situation, right? Yeah. And... The two hosts are like, you know, we're joined here by blues singer Sticky Fingers McGee or whatever they cut. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle with like this hat on, he's smoking a square, he got his guitar. And uh they like he's been playing his tunes, you know, to to, to go out to commercial break. Ta-da-da. His new album and they flip up the album. It's called Sticky Fingers McGee, or whatever the nigga's name was. Yeah. My potato hole. And they like, uh something, something, something. What is my potato hole? And he just lays into my friend and goes, I'd rather not say. And he just, he just keeps doing what he's doing. And then, the, 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 you know you know white people are, but they just can't stop. Right. They, the, the, the potato hole, I wonder, wonder if I can play with my wife's potato hole. And he's doing shit like that. They cut to, they cut to the, the, the weather channel, the weather anchor, and he's some, 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 the potato hole. I just can't stop saying it. They cut to sports, some, some, some potato. They finally they come back like, we'll just, Sticky, you got to tell us what the potato hole is. He's like, I'd rather just keep it to myself. And he keeps letting him do it. <laughs> and they finally they cut back and they go, You we're just we we maybe we'll never know. Like for the love of God, Sticky, tell us what my potato hole means. Yeah. And he leans and it goes, The potato hole is where slaves kept any type of their loving treasures that they had to hide from master, even though they knew they would be beaten, whipped. And all their livelihood would be taken from it. They still kept them guarded in their potato hole. They called it the potato hole because he went to this whole thing. And all these white people sitting there looking crazy in the motherfucker. He goes, and that's what a potato hole means, bitch. And he was. Fucking hilarious. I'm going to have to watch that. Watch the whole episode. He got, he got like, he redid skits from the Chappelle show on yeah. there and there. Bro, he put them. He put them in the in the one for the uh, what's that shit? 
that the that with the dragons, the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever the new season's called. He had them all riding on their own dragons and shit. I say I saw that one. <laughs> well, hell yeah, man! I'm gonna check it out, man. You got yeah, you gotta watch that shit, bro. <laughs> My potato hole. Yeah, yeah. Sticky, tell us what a potato hole is. What the potato hole is. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit. But y'all know what to do. Like, subscribe. Like, hit the subscribe. notification bell. Uh, hey, uh, shout out to Buddy. I had to handle with all the professionalism in my goddamn soul. Did what? you see on the YouTube comment? No. I might have to go back. Last last week? It was on one of the Florida Mans. Oh, what did it say? Here we, here we go. Y'all about to stay here while I pull this up. <laughs> I ain't see it. Bro, this motherfucker was on a... It was on a... Uh, he was on a potato hole? He was on a potato hole. <laughs> he was on a potato hole. He, uh... He was like... It was on one of the... Under the influences. I mean, one of the... Uh, Florida man. One of the Florida mans. This isn't our YouTube phone, so I gotta... Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I gotta take through some shit. Hey, yo. Is a recent one? Yeah. Uh, might have been like seven. Yeah, I don't know because I can't. <laughs> Um, long story short, man, dude, uh, caught himself being slick. I can't necessarily read it, man, but dude was, uh, dude said some slick shit like, uh, uh, oh, I see it. You're talking about Mr. Uh, Chestnut here? Yeah, what is that? Definitely looks like this podcast is under the influence of not being a podcast since it's only 10 minutes long. Not knowing that this is a series of a podcast. <laughs> but this is a clip. Go to the page and check out or our 70 plus full length episodes. Uh, respect messaging back professionally. Might check it out now. And then he comes back again. Respect. Hopefully you check That's it out. Oh, okay. Okay. And enjoy the content. <laughs> Nigga, I wanted to lose my shit, Mr. Chestnut. <laughs> is it Morris? I don't know. I don't know. Andre. This is clearly a clip. <laughs> he just wants some exposure. Yeah, raggedy motherfucker, you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do enough homework. Nah. <laughs> we on fucking episode 70 fucking 6. Now, I don't know if you found that shit in your algorithms. But you should once you once you uh became a uh once you watched that, you should have went and goddamn it looked at the page. Sure, I would have. Seventy goddamn plus episodes. You know, <laughs> episode seventy fucking six. We've been visual since episode eleven. Yeah. So we right. sixty five motherfucking visual episodes up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take a few. But we there. Give or take a few. Let's say 60. 
Well, we there. Let's say there, there is 60 full, complete, episodes. visual motherfucking episodes. He'll be all right. He'll, he, he, he'll, he'll come around. Nigga. He will come around. He'll be all right. <laughs> you're talking about they definitely have influence. This is not a podcast because it's only ten minutes long. Please, please go to the to the page. The seventy plus episodes of full length content. I like and subscribe, Nick. We've been told before that our god some of the episodes is too goddamn long. Yeah, that is true. But that wasn't under the influence. No, nah, that wasn't under the influence. That was at that other podcast. Yeah. That's lingering in the wind. Hey, it is. But oh, uh, we out of here. That's our talk crazy. Y'all have a good I'm one. Drinking. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Don't say nothing that's crazy in the comments. It's taking everything in me not to cuss people the fuck out, but that's not how you do it. <laughs> You're trying to be professional. And remember, watch out for butt fingers. Because they out there. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. To be quite honest with you, on my notes, I had them motherfuckers. Scribble down is the Milwaukee dick touchers. <laughs> <laughs> and we out. <laughs>